This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. She is the CEO of Healthy, Wise, and Well, and her passion, as well as mine, is to talk about how we can be more productive by being healthy. Marion Stewart, welcome to the show. Hello. And, you know, when, I, when, I, when you originally signed up for this interview, I, I fell in love with what you wrote because you want to help people be more productive without using drugs in the case of women hormones, because one of the things I don't like to see is when people go, well, I don't feel well, let me take a drug. And I think that taking medication should be the last resort. And you're on the same page with me. So I'm excited to have you on the show today. Thank you. Yes, I'm definitely on the same page. I started helping women and everything we do is based on published medical research. And we found that very often women have low levels of important nutrients. And we did five separate studies, which were published. And those nutrients affect their brain chemistry and their hormone function. And so if they've got low levels of nutrients, it's impossible to feel really well. And that can be a disaster both in and out of the workplace. And it gets worse as you get older. And there have been more recent research showing that billions of women around the world have got low levels of nutrients. And when you've got low levels of nutrients, you stand, you're like a bucket with a, with a hole in it. <laughs> you go into what I call economy mode. And it's impossible to feel really well. And doctors aren't educated. They really have little clue about nutrition. And very often, they can't prescribe most of the things that women are short of. You know, what's interesting is I'm 55 years young. And when I really got deep into the space of productivity, I, I started looking and I started seeing, okay, why are so many people going for the drugs? And I think it's because it's easy, you know, just give me the pill and I'll just go about my life. But what I found in my own personal life is when I started taking care of myself better, eating more fruits and vegetables, exercising daily, drinking more water. I don't drink soda, coffee, tea, liquor, any of that stuff. I started feeling better. And when you feel better, you have more energy. And when you have more energy, you can be more productive, get more things done. And so what I want to talk to you about is you said you did some research and you found out that when people take get a better care of themselves, instead of going for the medication, they're actually more productive in the long run. Yes, in the early days, we did a study in the workplace at Kimberly Clark, and we found that these were women with premenstrual syndrome, and we found that they were admitting to being non-productive for five days a month. And when we helped them improve their diet, their nutrient levels, and their lifestyle, that went way down. And years later, we're back in the workplace helping women who are going through perimenopause and menopause and um, obviously helping men as well because the women are becoming healthier and more productive. And if you look at what Forbes said last year in their report, they said that it was costing $810 billion a year globally because of menopause and associated healthcare conditions. That was lack of productivity. Wow which is absolutely massive. And our own survey showed that over 1,000 women showed that 84% of them felt that they were unproductive for more than a week and month because of their menopause symptoms. 
And so what we're doing is we're going into organizations, we're measuring the loss of productivity and also the suffering. And then we have a program which has been helping women for over 28 years to manage their symptoms successfully so that they can get what I call a midlife refuel and come out the end of it feeling turbocharged and ready to be the best version of themselves in and out of the workplace. And that has such a knock-on effect, not just for their self-esteem and their productivity in the workplace, but also a big ripple effect on their relationships. Yeah, because it's not just about the workplace. You want to be healthy 24-7, 365. And what I have noticed, and I've shared this story before in my show, but if the listener is not familiar with it, uh, my mom suffers from late onset Alzheimer's. So she's a three-year-old trapped in a 76-year-old body. Her mom uh, died of Alzheimer's. And I talked to my mom's neurologist at one point. I said, is there anything, is there only son I can do to mitigate the chance of me getting Alzheimer's? And he said, diet, exercise, and sleep. He didn't say drugs. He said diet, exercise, and sleep. He said, if you eat the right foods, if you exercise regularly, you know, if you exercise your brain through puzzles, reading, learning a language, whatever the case may be, and get enough sleep, while there's no guarantee, you can possibly mitigate getting Alzheimer's. And I see a lot of people walking around and they're enormous. They're really overweight. They're more be- morbid, morbid, morbid overbeast. Um, they're, they're smoking, they're drinking, they're not taking care of themselves. They're staying up hours at night, watching Netflix, whatever the case may be. And, and their health is not magically, magically going to get better. You're not going to be able to take a pill and all of a sudden you feel great. You have to take care of yourself because the more, the less you take care of your body and correct me if I'm wrong, means the body's got to work harder, which means you have less energy, which means you can't get the things done you want to get done. Am I, am I off base on that? Oh, no, you are completely right. But also add to that the fact that 100 years or so ago, we weren't living much past 50, so it didn't really matter. But when 40-something represents halfway for many of us now, we've really got to learn how to meet our needs. And also the work that we're doing with women and menopause The research behind it shows that you can prevent things like dementia and osteoporosis, the bone thinning disease, and heart disease and diabetes. And it helps people to lose weight without dieting. So it's you're right. It's all about getting yourself into really good shape and learning how to meet your needs. And in the case of what I'm concentrating on at the moment is also getting your hormones back into a good balance. And we see unbelievable transformations. So, for example, one of the women uh, who's a story in my new book and in the film we made last year was a professor I met at a conference early last year. And she was one of the authors in the UK of the Government in the Workplace report on menopause. And she confided in me that she thought she had early Alzheimer's because both her parents did. And also she had fatigue and she had constipation, spots on her face, and she really felt like a shadow of her former self and was thinking of leaving the workplace. And I invited her to come on our program. And within the space of two months, all her symptoms were gone. Her skin was clear. She could think clearly. She had lots of energy. Her gut was normal. And in fact, instead of leaving the workplace, she became head of department at her university. So it makes the world of difference. 
Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out MrProductivity.com to find out how to be coached by me for less than a dollar a day, get my top five productivity tips, and so much more. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Now, you just said something I, I want to ask you about. You said the gut is normal. One of the things I heard from, I, I think as a guest on my show, that a lot of people's guts are completely a train wreck. I mean, because we eat all this high processed stuff, all this sugar stuff, all this stuff that our body doesn't want. And because of that, everything starts in the gut. So if your gut is unhealthy, you're pretty much unhealthy. Is, is that true? Yes, they regard the gut as a second brain. So it definitely has a massive effect on everything that goes on in your body. But the key thing is the brain chemistry is a bit like the conductor in an orchestra. And if you've got low levels of nutrients, then the brain chemistry can't function normally. So that means not only is the gut not going to work properly, but nothing else will either. And so it's really a question of going on a journey to get yourself in good shape, obviously eating healthily. But the thing is, if I told you you had a magnesium deficiency, which I know 50 to 80% of women do have, you probably wouldn't know which foods are rich in magnesium. And so there's the whole lack of knowledge. There's the whole knowledge piece that needs to be given to people, both men and women, to help them to, to be well again. And that's also younger women and men, as you say, if we're not eating well, we're drinking too much, staying up too late, and we're not exercising, then we're really asking for trouble. Mm. Uh, I read Dr. Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, a fantastic book. And he talks in there about how the body loves consistency. So I'm one of these people, unless I'm sick or something like that, I'm in bed, lights out at 9 p.m., up every day at 5 a.m., seven days a week. And what most people do is they go to bed at a reasonable hour, Sunday through Thursday, get up at a reasonable hour, Monday through Friday. But Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, pff, you know, it's it's the it's wild, wild west. And I tell people, look, I know you want to stay up all hours of the night on Friday and Saturday. Unfortunately, now your body's got to try to you know, compensate for that on Monday and Tuesday. That's why you start feeling good about Wednesday or Thursday. And this is from a neuroscientist. This is based on research. Your body likes consistent sleep. It likes consistent nutrients. It doesn't like you eat really good one day and then really bad the next day. It wants you to take care of it because if you take care of your body, your body will take care of you, but you got to give it a helping hand. Absolutely. But the problem is that most doctors aren't educated. So going back to menopause, for example, there was a Mayo Clinic survey published last year that showed that only 7% of doctors and gynecologists felt adequately educated to help women going through menopause. Wow. And so the women are left to look at Dr. what I call Dr. Google, <laughs> and they're out there trying to find information at a time when they're feeling confused. They probably can't sleep very well, and they're really not up for deciphering which information is going to be good and useful. And it's not helpful that the pretty packets on the shelves of supplements that very often don't even contain what they say on the label. So the whole thing, it's like a dog's breakfast. Yes. And, and you brought up a good point of Dr. Google, because if you go in there and say, um, how can I, you know, 
take care of my gut? How can I improve my gut health? You're going to get a billion hits. And to your point, how do you know which article is telling you the truth? I mean, obviously, if you get something from, you know, something reputable from CDC or the World Health Organization, hopefully they'll be more reputable. But most people are reading articles from magazines or from Joe Blow's blog, and you don't know. So you read this, and to your point, you're like, uh, okay, it worked for him, I guess. I don't know. And so we're, as human beings, as members of society, we're at a disadvantage because the doctors aren't knowledgeable on this. Dr. Google, it's like a crapshoot. And so what are we to do? How can we get knowledge and education so we can take care of ourselves properly? Well, that's the key thing. And what I tend to specialize in is bringing all the research together and making it usable and understandable so that people can put it to good use. And I think that's so important. We had, excuse me, we had a, a supplement company ask us to endorse a supplement once that was supposed to contain 39 milligrams of isoflavones, naturally occurring estrogen. And there was an independent study undertaken that showed that it only contained one milligram. Wow. You know, it's, it's, I feel really angry that people are left without knowledge. We've got this amazing body that we're born with, but it's almost like it comes without a manual. And we have no idea how to look after ourselves. And most of us, especially women, are so busy looking after their family, doing their job, looking after their home, their relationship. So their needs come last. That, you know, that is so profound what you just said. You know, their needs come last because of the confusion of where do I get the information from? And here's the thing. If you don't do something, okay, it's not going to get better magically. Okay. It's not, you're not going to wake up one day and all your problems are going to go away. You have to do something. And so what I encourage people to do is seek out people like you who've done the research and say, do some, you know, reach out and say, Hey, I got this problem. What do you suggest? Because I, I don't want people to go to the drugs. Um, about three weeks ago, I had a guest on my show and he introduced me to something called grounding. Have you ever heard of grounding? Also sometimes referred to as earthling. Yes. Okay. So he was telling me that our bodies are electrical, you know, electrical components and the earth is electrical and we ground our electricity. We ground our cable. And he goes, the, the, the concept is, is you go out in the bare feet and you get on the stand of the ground. And it's supposed to reduce inflammation. Now, there are a bunch of people think there's a bunch of hooey. And I'm like, you know, you're not taking a drug. You're going out in your bare feet standing on the ground. Okay. Now, I can tell you, and this is how I always approach when I talk on my podcast. I can tell you that I'm a daily runner. So I run, I run over almost 1,200 days in a row. And I was having this pain in my left knee from running every day. Since I've been grounding at least one hour a day for the last six weeks, that pain's gone away. Now, was it because of the grounding? I can't, I can't scientifically prove that. But the point is, I'm not ingesting something. I'm just standing on the ground in my bare feet. I don't see how that could ever be bad for you unless you're standing in like fire ants or near a snake bed. I mean, I can't see how that would be bad for you. If even if nothing happens, even if it's a placebo effect, you can't get harm from it. My point is, if you take a supplement, what's really in it? But you know, you're standing on the ground, the grass, you're not ingesting anything. You're serious about your online business. I am too. 
That's why I proudly host my website on Kajabi. It's everything you need all rolled into one platform. For more information and to try Kajabi free for 14 days, go to the link in the show notes or go to markstuchowski.com forward slash Kajabi. That's Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. Yeah, I think there's a whole load of things you can do for yourself. Certainly being outside, being in nature is really good for us, especially if we're stuck in front of our screens all the time, as many of us are. And to your point earlier, if you do nothing, things get worse as you get older. And you then you come to when you get to midlife, you sort of come to come to a fork in the road. And if you don't learn how to meet your needs, there's only one way you're going, and that's downhill. And it impacts on everyone. So I've been doing quite a lot of work with companies. So we did a a global webinar for Cisco, and they had men and women attended. And it it was actually on the subject of menopause, but there was an incredible response from the men because they felt that they didn't have any information and they wanted to know more about how to support women. And in fact, when we did a survey on men, they felt rejected And they felt scared and frustrated because they didn't recognize the person that they were living with. And so I think everyone's thirsty for information, not just about how to help women, but also generally to have, to your point, how do you get yourself back into really good shape? How do you make your body go the distance and serve you well and do it naturally? And it's perfectly possible Everything we do is based on published medical research. There are literally tens of thousands of medical papers to support what we do. And you don't have to suffer. You don't know, have to go down the rabbit hole if you know how to meet your needs. And that's why it's so, so important. I recently talked to someone who shared with me that their 80-year-old grandmother is a tennis player. She plays tennis several times a week. And I know people who are in their 80s who sit in the chair all day watching TV. And I think it comes to your choice. Um, You know, do you want to sit in the rocking chair and watch TV all day? I'm not saying that if you're 80 years old and you're listening, you happen to be listening to this episode, that you should go out and start running like I do or start swimming. I'm saying maybe instead of sitting down all day, Maybe you start going for a walk, even if you have to take your walker or your cane and you walk slow. You know, I like what you said. Get out in nature. Take a walk because you don't have it's not the speed. It's the fact that you're moving. And in this day and age with the global pandemic, we're spending so much time behind our screens and Zoom calls. We're not getting up and walking. And one of the things I do, Marion, is I have my watch set for. Uh, 50 minutes past the hour. So from 8.50 p.m. until 5.50 p.m., my watch goes off and it tells me, hey, it's time to get up and walk around. Maybe I go outside and play with a dog. Maybe I walk around the block. I do something because our bodies were not designed to be sitting in front of a computer screen for days or hours on end, days on end, weeks on end. We were designed to move. That's why we have legs. That's why we have arms. And I encourage people, if you're not active, Go find something that you like to do, okay? It could be a walk. It could be walking your dog. Take your dog for more than like walking down two houses. You know, don't put yourself at risk, but you got to move. You got to, you know, get up and move around. I don't think watching TV for hours on end is a good idea mentally or physically. 
No, you're so right. I, In fact, I had a TV series for three and a half years in the UK called The Really Useful Health Show. And one of the series was called Use It or Lose It. <laughs> and it was just that. If you're not an exerciser, you don't have to go running, but just to get up and move, do some dancing, and gradually extend yourself so that you're doing more and more. I've had patients who are literally crippled with what they thought was arthritis. They couldn't use their hands, they couldn't bend, and they were literally at home, not able to work, and on really big pain medication. And in the end, after meeting their needs within the space of even a month, they were able to use their fingers again, reducing the pain medication. In fact, one year, one woman this year said that she reduced her pain by 80% in just four weeks by changing her diet, doing more activity because she was in less pain and taking a few supplements that were shown in trials to help with joint problems. So there are so many things that you can do for yourself Sitting on a chair is a hiding to nothing because if you just sit there, it's going to get worse and worse and you won't be able to move at all in the end. I think a lot of this comes down to mindset. I think if you get out of bed or get up from the chair and you go, oh, oh, it hurts. Oh, well, then you're going to tell your body, I'm just going to stay there. Okay. Yeah. Look, pain. Look, I sometimes I go for my daily run. I don't want to go running, but I go running. I run a little slower. But I, my father's 79 years old and he's always complaining about his aches and pains. And I'm like, dad, why don't you think about positive things? Like, hey, I'm almost 80 years old and I can still walk. And I can still walk the dog. I can still work around the house. Think about the positive things you do instead of all the pain. Because I'm, I really believe, and I'd like to know what you think of this, Marianne, that your attitude, your mindset really plays a part in your health. Do you agree with that? I agree entirely. But the problem is, if you've got low levels of nutrients, you see the world through different colored lenses, and so people can get depressed, moody, they feel really tired, and it's difficult for them to get out of bed and function. Mm. So whilst mindset is completely important, you've got to be in good shape to start with to think straight. It's like trying to build a house on marshland and expecting it to stay standing. <laughs> Do you know, It's just not going to happen. You've just got to get the basics right. Wow. It's amazing how everything comes back to the basics. You know, we, we make life so complicated, but everyone that comes on my show like you says basically the same thing. Let's get back to the basics. You stop with the complexity. Let's get back to the basics. And I, you know, when every year doesn't matter what sport it is, whether it's, it's, uh, you know, football in, you know, over you where you are in England or American football, baseball, basketball, hockey, when they go back to training camp, they go back to the basics. These are all professional players, but they go back to the basics. Let's see if you still have the basic skills because you can't do complicated plays unless you know the basics. So I think that's really important for people to hear, you know, don't make things so complicated, go back to the basics and start from there. You know what? I'm actually in Florida. I, I oh. split my time between England and Florida. But since COVID came, I'm here because I'm married to an American, decided to stay here. Okay. And there's a water aer aerobics class here. 
And some of the people in the class who go there regularly are between 90 and 100. Wow. And you can't tell the difference between how they're moving and some of the younger people. And that's because when I've talked to them, they've done it every day of their lives. And honestly, they have an incredible joie de vie and they've got an amazing mindset because they get out of nature, they move their body and they look after themselves and they're determined that they're going to stay healthy and enjoy their lives. That's awesome. Well, like I said, I'm 55 and when I hear people go like like my father, I hope I make it to 80. I'm like, my goal is a hundred minimum a hundred. That's my goal. And I think I said, dad, you should have a goal of a hundred. Or you should have a goal of 120. So when I get to be 100, you'll be 120. I said, why are you saying, oh, I hope it, I make it to 80 or I hope it to make it to 81? That's a negative mindset. And, and I, you know, when people ask me, it's like, whoa, how do you, how do you run every day? I'm like, I started with day one, then I did day two, and I did day three. And if day three became day 100, became day 500, I just did it. Now, if you don't want to run, Maybe you do like water aerobics. Maybe you go on a bike ride. Maybe you walk. Just do something to move. I know. I got, I'm, I've always been an exerciser and our house flooded in the year 2000 and I couldn't get to the gym. And then we had a problem and they closed all the footpaths and so I couldn't go walking with my dog. And I didn't do any exercise for about three months. And I started waking up feeling like I was 90. I was so achy. And so I decided to start doing some exercise at home. And I just put my favorite music on. And I started doing five or 10 minutes. And then eventually, I developed this whole workout for an hour. But it took me months of gradually increasing. And so for me, first thing in the morning, it's my time when I dance and sing and do my stretching and I set myself up for the day. And I think I wouldn't be the same person if I didn't do that for myself. And I feel like I'm looking after my body. I'm being respectful. It doesn't mean I don't eat chocolate because I enjoy it or have the odd glass of wine. I don't do that. Mostly I eat healthily but it's just learning how to meet your needs so that you can stay in good shape and keeping your body lovely and supple. I love that. And that's a great place to end. I want to leave the listener on that note you just said. So if they want to find out more about you, which I know they do because you, you gave us a lot of value and insights on the show today, where would they go? They can go to my website. It's marianstuart.com and that's Marion with a Y and Stuart with a W. And also I've got a new book. So if anyone is perimenopausal or menopausal, then I have a new book that's coming out on the 10th of November, which is available on Amazon called Managing Your Menopause Naturally. It's my 28th book, uh, but it's my first American book. So I'm very excited. Wow. Very good. Well, Marion, thank you so much for being on the show today, for sharing your insights. It was an absolute delight talking to you. Thank you so much. And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Find out how I can coach you for less than a dollar a day. No joke. And also, you can get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens at mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.